and welcome to a brand new episode of Timeless Perspectives. I'm Shreyash and as you all are already aware, I have with me Aditi Dwevedi. So this is happening for the first time that we both are collaborating for a podcast. Until now, you must have seen us in separate videos and separate playlists and we try to bring the most enriching content for you with a lot of hard work, I must say. And we are having a conversation on a very intriguing topic today. We are conversing on effective parenting in modern era. So before we dive into our conversation, ma'am, how are you? I'm absolutely fine, Shirsh. And what about you? Yes, I'm also perfectly fine. So as we move towards our topic, I it, it reminds me of a very famous quote by Brigitte Miller. She, she once said that the point of parenting is not to have all the answers before we start, but instead to figure out on the go as our children grow. Because as they grow, so we will. So with that, I, I, I think this quotation sets the theme. So before we discuss the ideal and effective ways of parenting, what do you think about the present parenting styles? And why, why do you think it's bothering? See, Shias, what I believe that nowadays this parenting, see, first of all, parenting is a very beautiful journey, right? Mm -hmm. And it is a mechanism that involves a lot of commitments and responsibilities. But uh, unfortunately, you know, there are many parents of this modern era, they don't understand. And it requires a lot of sensibility also, with great yes. responsibilities. And unfortunately, we have seen that, you know, this present uh, generation, where we can see a disruptive kind of a behavior we can see in children. Yes. And sometimes it is very difficult to comprehend that as to why they behave in such a manner. Mm -hmm. They are extremely willful, sometimes they behave in a very unexpected and undesirable way. Yes. Really, mm -hmm. it, it, you know, it, uh, I really ponder over it, that as to why it happens, because as a mother, what I believe that sometimes it gets difficult for me too, to, uh, when I see that disruptive behavior of my child. So I get into my deep thoughts and then I can't be very strict with her all the time, because if you are extremely strict with your child, then this can lead to uh, any kind of unexpected uh, behavior. Yes. Mm -hmm. Which is, which is not right because uh, when we scold them or when we are extremely rude to them so they behave in a very unexpected way uh, they yes. can uh, answer you back or they can uh, be extremely insensitive towards your behavior because these things matter a lot so i think that it's a very sensitive journey being a mother being a parent mm -hmm. it's a very important part of your life and mm -hmm. uh, of course it's a blessing from the almighty but mm -hmm. uh, being a parent we should be extremely extremely uh, careful about this uh, method of parenting because there and is no as you said that uh, we we don't observe the behavior of our children very carefully you know they observe us and even their silence i feel is very scary you know if due to some incident or something if they are not expressing their anger you know very small things like like locking themselves in a room you know the, these things have uh, these things scare us a lot you know, because we as kids never did all these things and uh, nowadays when I look at uh, parenting styles I feel parents are very uh, very very careless about this kind of attitude of children 
I what I believe is that you know nowadays parents are extremely occupied. You know this is an era of inflation, and we yes. need good source of income to run the family to meet our expenditures. So what is happening that if both the parents are earning and it's a nuclear family, this is again a very big question. We we yes. no longer yeah. live in joint families where yes. we have elder you know grandfather, grandparents or other cousin, brother, sisters and other people are there to look after your child to teach them moral values. If both the parents are working and if your child is left. into a day boarding school or maybe on maid servants that is again a very horrible part mm. which shouldn't be a part of parenting at all but unfortunately many parents do that because if you have to go out and make money then uh, before this pandemic what was the scenario the scenario was that 9 to 6 or maybe sometimes 9 to 8 the parents are out yes then then how can you expect a child to be very well mannered and sensible and well cultured because you know it it's a it's a great responsibility which at times people of this generation don't understand because i don't say that mother shouldn't work of course mm-hmm. if you want to run your uh, family and expenses then mm-hmm. both should work in fact this in is all- an ethical dilemma actually you know this is an ethical dilemma on one hand you have your own personal ambitions you have a you you have your own personal desires and on the other hand you have responsibility of your kids and uh, i feel it's a big dilemma that parents face in the modern era you know whether to balance their professional life and and it, or whether to look after their kids so yes and the point that you raised mm-hmm. uh, for the male part it's fine like if the father is mm-hmm. moving out because someone has to take the charge mm-hmm. and someone has to meet all the expenses of the family because there mm-hmm. are so many expenses and expenses mm-hmm. are increasing day by day right mm-hmm. but what i believe that being a mother there can be many options which a woman should think about i mean you should not compete with your spouse that if he is going and earning 50000 then i i can i'm capable of earning more than him we on the contrary you should think like a mother first you should think like a responsible person first who has commitments to fulfill so instead of you know just sitting at home we can go for a part time job or we can work from home because from this pandemic situation we have learned a lot that work from home is actually possible yes. if we want we can do that and work from home has and number of advantages you know we can look after the child so this can be a great option and this option was always there for you know uh, for the women but what i believe that uh, there are many people who are extremely ambitious they don't want to compromise with their personal front mm-hmm. so they leave their children on maid servants because we have seen videos in the past which went viral on facebook and whatsapp that mm-hmm. what happens to the child in the absence of parents and especially yes. if the child is a toddler you know child can't speak can't express yes absolutely and more than that at the point that you raised uh, the way we are completely degrading and eliminating the whole idea and concept of joint family you know it is it is uh, pathetic and i think we need to think of it because if we think from a positive point of view if we think about the pros of a joint family they are infinite especially uh, for the kids you know let's suppose even if both parents are working in a joint family the child is left with their grandparents uh, with uncles aunts other siblings and uh, it is also integral for their growth i feel rather i feel uh, compared to a nuclear family especially you know uh, this is something which i feel even experts would propose that a joint family is better for the upbringing and nurturing and holistic development of the child i feel 
and all kind of clashes that happen in a joint family because right. again we we should we shouldn't forget that in a joint family too there are many uh, uh, disputes and grudges and personal grudges which results in the disintegration of joint families into nuclear families but what i believe if you are uh, a mother and a father and if you have given a birth to a child it is the sole responsibility of both of you i mean you have to decide how to manage because like parents have one child or more than one child so it doesn't matter but the way you raise your children the way you nurture them matters a lot because right from the very beginning you have to decide that at least you have to give some time to your child mm-hmm. and that time span doesn't decrease as the child grows that ch- the time span i in fact i believe that it should increase Mm-hmm. because what people some people believe that my child is now 7 years or 8 years old or 9 years old now he or she has become very intelligent so there is no need to give time to my child he or mm-hmm. she can handle this is a very big misconception you know yes. in the growing years you need your mother you need your father you need at least one person who can understand your emotions and who can interact with you absolutely and and after a point of time when in reality their children are detached from such parents then the same parents complain that oh my child doesn't share anything with me he or she is not transparent with me there's a communication gap between us so i think it starts from the side of parents only you know the way i think you know this brings me to the my, my second question that you know the futile idea of fast life and materialistic pursuit it is taking a big toll i think on on kids especially parents aren't able to devote time to their kids and somewhere they are left behind in the modern lifestyle so how do you think this problem can be dealt see the problem can only be dealt when we need to think judiciously about it no and mm-hmm. it's all about time management because it is very easy to say that i don't have time for this i don't <laughs> have time for my child and i'm extremely yeah. occupied this is i think a lame excuse mm-hmm. because Then who do you have time for <laughs> yeah of course mm-hmm. because you know there's a saying that as you sow so shall you reap so today if you're not mm-hmm. giving time to your child so in future you can't expect that kind of love and respect and dignity which you think that your child should give you because today mm-hmm. is very important to understand the feelings and emotions of your child so first of all the communication gap has to be bridged i mean it it that has to be filled okay if you are increasing the communication gap you are creating a very big problem for yourself and for the child as well so what i believe that even though we are busy in our life so at least out to 24 hours we can at least take out you know at least one hour Mm-hmm. and we can sit with the child and we can ask that what did you do the whole day suppose before this pandemic children used to go to school so they used yes. to stay there for 5 to 6 hours or sometimes maybe 7 to 8 hours depending mm-hmm. on in which standard the child is reading mm-hmm. so uh, i mean just half an hour on one hour if you can communicate with your child and ask what's happening uh, what about your studies do you have any problem or not and what i believe that if you cannot make your child learn if you cannot make your child study properly then we can ask for you know any private tutor to come to your house and teach your child and in your presence not in your absence okay mm-hmm. so that you can also see that what is the progress report of the child how is the child performing yes. in yeah. studies and if the child has any problem 
related to you know the friend circle because sometimes it happens there are many things which child the children don't uh, discuss uh, they mm. they conceal from their parents it can mm. be related to body shaming it can yes. be related to peer pressure it mm. can be related to anything so yes. i think the mothers especially they must comprehend the fact that the more you communicate with your child the closer you get and then the slowly and gradually the child will not hide anything from you the child will your herself or himself come and tell you that what is happening in her or his life mm-hmm. because they get into relationships then they get mm-hmm. into commitments and parents don't have any idea what is happening in my child's life because they if they everything they see is the superficial story mm-hmm. mm. and and somewhere i feel you know these transition years these are the phases in someone's life when they need maximum emotional support and uh, and and lot of parental touch i feel and if that lacks it creates a big i feel it creates a big gap you know in in the mind of of the child and distance from the parents because a child cannot go anywhere else the mm. child will expect first and the fo- whatever he wants or she wants he or she will go first to his parents and ask for it mm. uh, if there are other members in the family then he or she may go and ask or he or she may go and discuss like if the uh, child has a sibling elder brother or elder sister mm. younger brother or younger sister so that person becomes you know the crime partner on or mm. uh, partner in everything you do but if you have a single child so again mm. this is a very big question that how are you raising your child because in yeah. single child case let me tell you what is happening nowadays even parents are insensitive very very irresponsible mm. they give lot of love they over pamper their child the child becomes mm. very very unruly extremely mm. obstinate and if you don't provide them something they would start rolling on the ground in front of yeah. people they may go to an extent where they can embarrass you in front of people <laughs> so what will you do in that case so for that there has to be a very effective uh, mechanism mm. to deal with the, and it is very very important to understand child psychology you know there is no need to go for any particular course or a degree but mm-hmm. after becoming a parent i think a human being should sit and speculate Mm-hmm. and introspect the most important thing is introspection mm-hmm. what is child psychology all about what does your child mm-hmm. need you, there is no need to understand the psychology of all the children in the whole world you just have to understand your own child what does he or she needs from you and i feel we live in a age of information revolution you know we live in a digitally revolutionized world you know when every information is available at a touch so simply youtubing certain tactics you know listening to some child psychologists you know how to understand the behavior of your children will be a big welcome relief and help such parents deal with the 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 tantrums which their children are throwing i feel so as we all know this pandemic has hit every aspect of our life significantly you know and we talk about it a lot but one thing which we don't reflect on and one thing which we i feel are greatly ignorant towards is how this pandemic is mentally affecting the kids you know we still can go out for some work for purchasing grocery or something else but these children you know they have nowhere to go you know they can't play like previously now they are unable to go to schools now they are uh, uh, left on the solution of online classes you know so why do you think this problem should be given attention immediately because i think this is causing a lot of trouble 
see for this pandemic i would say that it's a very big it's a kind of a mental harassment for children because yes. they cannot move out they cannot interact with their friends at all and as far as online sessions are concerned i i would really appreciate the effort shown by the teachers nowadays they are really doing their part very well but yeah. uh, if the child isn't just in class first or second or third or maybe in um, uh, nursery or pre nursery mm-hmm. you cannot expect a child to sit properly at one place for 3 mm-hmm. to 4 hours and then listen to the teachers very properly because you know there is a very big difference between online and conventional method of, of learning of and people do believe that conventional method of learning is far better than online learning this is just a compulsion for us due to which we uh, have said yes to this online learning because there is no other option but what i believe that uh, if the child is getting into this social media world i think it's it's, it's not a very good indication because if you are providing any Uh, i mean of course we have to give handset or laptop mm-hmm. or any kind of gadget to our children mm-hmm. to access because they get all the assignments there everything mm-hmm. but as long as they are uh, taking the classes it's fine they are sitting in front of the camera and they are t- taking the session but as long as the class is over i think parents should not allow their children to spend a lot of time with the gadget at all i mean here mm-hmm. the discretion is advised and it is expected from the parent side only so if you are lost in your own world and the child is playing whole day in the phone god knows what is he or she watching and you will never come to know because children of this generation are very smart <laughs> they can watch anything and at any point of time they would even not come and discuss with you that this is something which i have seen they are very good at hiding things yes. they are very good at concealing the facts so what i believe that a very close eye should be kept on children's behavior their activities what are they watching and youtube is full of crap what i feel mm-hmm. because sometimes i have seen that you know some unexpected irrelevant things are also on social media mm-hmm. because there is no censorship mm-hmm. so if you are providing anything to our children we must see that what the child is doing with it and in this pandemic situation is concerned i would think i i would say that you know children should uh, get some time to play i mean uh, within mm. the uh, how within the premises of the house or maybe mm. if there is a park or a garden nearby you can take your child for some time and or you can make him play with one or two kids i know it's it's not a uh, you know a very uh, sensitive idea or sensible idea to uh, to allow them to play mm. with so many children but you can make them do some kind of exercises at home mm. or you can also play with your child if you can spare some time from your busy schedule Okay. Because there are many parents, they don't want their children to step out as long as this pandemic exists. I know, but on yeah. the contrary, I see, I see that there are many parents they take their children to the playgrounds and they play with them. Or there are two, three kids, so they are also there. They play mm-hmm. football or any kind of games with them. So this can be done. What I believe, because giving them phone and making them sit logged in one room is not the solution. Very to the bad pro- idea. Yes. and apart from apart from the kind of content they are watching i feel there's also a physiological and biological negative consequence associated with it as well and there is enough scientific evidence to prove you know the way even before the pandemic this is not new you know we have been giving phones you know mothers if they want to work or fathers if they want to do some work what they are doing they are just giving their phones and they are telling their children to okay play games you know on that and that small kid 5 years old 4 years old 3 years old even you know he is you know uh, having that so much screen time you know we all are aware you know and as you said online classes run up to a stretch of 4 to 5 hours actually 
So that much intense of screen time and after that children have to do assignments also and after that if you won't even take them outside for a change, they are confined inside the houses, I feel it has a psychological impact on them. Because as I said, they can't even go to purchase grocery. You know, yeah, they are completely confined and uh, that is creating a lot of trauma, you know, even unconsciously. But it is harming them. Mm -hmm. it, is, it is a very big responsibility of us to see that if they are watching even television, if not Android phones, because nowadays television is also a smart television, everything is there, YouTube is connected and you can access whatever you feel like and Amazon Prime and all the OTT platforms are there. So I think we should be very very careful as to what the child is watching because what I believe the social media platform is full of irrelevant things which a child shouldn't watch at all mm -hmm. because I've seen there are many smart kids you know they have their IDs on Facebook yeah. they know how to access Instagram mm -hmm. and then they are sending friend requests to unknown people they are getting connected they are making virtual friends they are into the world yes. of virtuality and you must have heard about that you know games like PUBG games and a few mm -hmm. years back there was a game I, I would like to mention here blue whale game if you have heard yeah. about it it was such a deadly game it was a killer yes. game and it started from the other countries because in India it came much later mm -hmm. because it started somewhere from Canada Brazil America and so many countries you know so many innocent children they died they committed suicide. yeah yeah and one uh, one other game was there pokemon go i think you know so and the saddest part is that parents aren't aware you know when children take such extreme steps as you know harming themselves or doing some kind of other things in the name i was really surprised when i came to know about the entire matter that if the child is bleeding every day he or she is making cuts in his hands oh or if he God. or she is showing such kind of an abnormal behavior yeah. then why can't you and how is it possible that you didn't notice yeah how can you be so ignorant <laughs> and then by the time it came to india i think everybody was aware of it so that is why the parents and uh, i'm like uh, the people like us we we had become aware of it and that is why the that particular you know link was deleted from the internet so and then pubg game my god i have seen people playing pubg game because adults know where to stop yes even adults uh, were addicted to it like anything addiction mm -hmm. and you learn nothing mm -hmm. out of it because you know I came to know from a person earlier I didn't have any idea because I have never played PUBG that mm -hmm. this involves money transaction if you want to upgrade the weapons my god you have to purchase oh. weapons and that is why in the absence of their parents knowledge children are uh, swapping their cards yes making yes. transactions my god it was very surprising you won't believe just recently just recently I read in times of India that one of the child uh, from my own city he, he, he committed suicide and he wrote a suicide note and uh, actually he made for one of the online games he made a transaction of 40,000 rupees and after that you know when he made the transaction you know out of that impulsiveness out of that addiction you can say he got so scared that he took such a step of committing suicide and he wrote in his suicide note that sorry mom I have invested so much money in, 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 in an online game. So I was there are many such cases. The there are many such cases in which transaction had been made in lakhs. You will be very surprised mm -hmm. to know this, Shreyas. That even I was surprised when I came to know from different sources <laughs> that you know this mm -hmm. game is, is such a bad game. And I don't know. It was earlier. It was encouraged by the government's end, and uh, it, it was being played on a national level. And you know, people were awarded and rewarded for it. And very soon, uh, you know, people realized that no, this is something which is which is not going to give us good results. So then ultimately it was 
यू नो नाउ ऑल्सो यू कैन प्ले पबजी गेम बट आई थिंक नाउ पेरेंट्स आर अवेयर ऑफ इट एंड चिल्ड्रेन नो वेयर टू स्टॉप सो थैंकफुली वी कैन से दैट मे बी वी आर इन अ सेफ जोन but you have to consistently you have to keep your children uh, aware of it you have to make them aware of it you have to teach them that everything on internet is not uh, useful absolutely absolutely and this kind of digital awareness and education is very important and so you know like when i talk about old days you know like our parents used to scold us and say almost anything to us and we were so chilled out about it but nowadays when i observe the kids you know even if you scold them even if you speak to them a little rudely they take things to heart very easily so like how are they becoming so sensitive you know and uh, do you think we need to be extremely careful while scolding you know our own kids these days Yeah, there can be many factors responsible for such kind of a behavior first of all the way the parents are behaving with each other at home you know this impacts a lot on the behavior of the child suppose sometimes if the parents are not so educated or maybe they are abusive towards each other or they fight they get violent on petty petty issues they are using some very offensive language in front of the child so what do you think the child will not adapt definitely he or she will adapt and, and unknowingly or subconsciously the child may speak in front of the others because it has happened in many cases like when unexpectedly when child says any such thing in front of others so others come to know that so there's something wrong in the family which is happening yes okay which shouldn't happen so i think you know uh, the way you raise your children and what kind of food are you providing them in fact yes the diet plays a ma- major role because mm-hmm. junk food since this junk food came into existence my god mm-hmm. children are becoming they have already become addicted to pizza burger they wanted before this pandemic if you remember at weekends uh, parents used to take their children out mm-hmm. and and uh, uh, we used to make them eat okay either a burger or a pizza mm-hmm. or a chowmin or something all these things are craps because if you if you consult a doctor a doctor mm-hmm. would never ever advise you to take a pizza mm-hmm. or a burger even once in two months also mm-hmm. because they themselves don't take it's not a part of healthy diet at all mm-hmm. but yes once in a blue moon if the child is demanding for it we can provide but then again the frequency matters mm-hmm. means once in a month are you providing or you are providing such kind of a food frequently so i think that's not correct healthy diet is very very important for a healthy body and for a healthy mind i think homemade food is best and this pandemic has taught us so many things about it absolutely then then the yes. financial condition of the house matters because mm-hmm. if you belong to a well off family you can be a spoiled brat if you belong to a middle class family you will understand <laughs> the problems of your parents but if you belong to a mm-hmm. poor family so in that case child uh, may you know uh, may develop more complications i think yeah you know on one place he can be extremely responsible and on the other hand he or she can be extremely complaining and 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 must be depressed about the fact that he can't uh, do the things which other kids can so comparison this comparison mm-hmm. factor when it enters then mm-hmm. it is very dangerous because when they start comparing themselves with others if if my friend has all the assets mm-hmm. in life why can't i Mm-hmm. so i think this should be made them understand that see contentment is the most important thing in life since childhood only we can teach them you know since mm-hmm. the very beginning if we uh, make them understand that see don't compare your life with others If whatever you have, you should be happy. You should be thankful to God. You should pray to God every day. And you know these moral values and cultures can only make them understand the difference between right and wrong. Mm-hmm. And I think nobody else can make them understand except parents. 
of course this is the responsibility of the teachers too but nowadays we have seen that you know there are many things that schools should teach but they don't mm. i i think there is also a reason for it you know like one thing which i have observed like i just said nowadays i observe that kids do not have the capacity to uh, take humiliation like when i talk about my own self my mother has always believed in public humiliation she she doesn't bother if i'm sitting in in a social circle between 10 people 20 people if i am wrong she she very much believes in tough love and public humiliation but nowadays as i said children take it too much to the heart and they get depressed they will lock themselves in a room if if their parents so i feel we should also teach the children to take a bit of humiliation you know because life life is never the same you know you never know what kind of people you're going to meet in what kind of a work environment you will be working in the future and public humiliation is very much obvious so it should not hurt one's ego beyond a point i think we all know that the real world is very different from the world yeah. that yeah. you see inside their houses mm-hmm. so the real world is full of challenges yes. what i believe that if they are locking themselves inside the room first of all mm-hmm. you know children develop suicidal tendencies uh, very mm-hmm. quickly i have seen i don't know why but this generation mm-hmm. is very very unpredictable generation we can mm-hmm. see yeah. that yeah. extremely yeah. unruly they are they are very unbridled and very willful life they want to live mm-hmm. they don't want to hear no from their parents for ev- mm-hmm. anything else so what i believe that you know uh, first of all that it should be made them understand that see if you are getting less marks it's okay mm-hmm. it's fine to be an average student if you are an average mm-hmm. student it doesn't matter your life is not going to i think even parents need to learn this thing parents need to that is what we are discussing right the effective mm-hmm. ways of parenting so this is not only for the children this is specially for the parents they must Absolutely. watch the video and they must learn that mm-hmm. at what part they are failing because you know what um, the parents nowadays when they start comparing their children to others then uh, again uh, there is a uh, you know up the problem begins because from mm-hmm. relatives end if they start comparing their children to their relatives children if they start comparing their children to their neighbors children mm-hmm. because every child has a different adaptive mechanism i believe because we all are different from one another we cannot compare ourselves with others so how can we compare our children with other children absolutely so i think uh, discretion is needed and a, a very judicious um, attitude should be adopted by the parents because if the child is not good in studies it is fine let it be and if your child Absolutely. is good in other if, if that child is following some other pursuit some mm-hmm. other passion so you must encourage them and it's parents sole responsibility to understand and try to see where does the talent of my child lies you know what are his his latent talents what are his latent abilities instead of pushing him or her beyond a point to do something which he doesn't likes to do or is not able to do even uh, after trying then we should you know uh, demolish this cloud of our expectations which eats children from within i think so absolutely because you know what uh, what happens in the stereotype system you can mm-hmm. see we are running after marks we are running mm-hmm. after the curriculum teachers are rushing with their courses and parents want that my child should get 95% mm-hmm. and if the neighbor's child can score this then my child should score more than that mm-hmm. but why and my question is why if the child is not good at maths or if the child is not good at particular subject you cannot impose you know imposition mm-hmm. of thoughts it, it leads to disruptive behavior very unsettled yes. state of mind it results 
because if you want your child to be the jack of all trades this can't be possible all the time mm. so this we need to understand and then in the uh, pattern of teaching if you say lot of amendments are needed because if you see the schools are also doing the same thing they are rushing with the courses they never ever tell the children to um, get into some other extra curricular activities see because for the sake of keeping the activities will is not going to solve the purpose that some handful of children are uh, going and participating in sports some are participating in debates and the others are sitting like morons they don't know how to even talk to others they don't know how to give their introduction this is so strange you know up to class 12th these schools they don't teach children how to make a cv yeah how to sit in interviews this is a very yes. big question this is a very big question here we are talking about parents i know that effective methods of parenting parents must learn but during those years i think when a child spends a very considerable amount of time in the school so school yeah. should also yeah. include certain changes in their method of teaching absolutely and i think we should also teach the children about the changes that they go through when they enter the teenage years you know because i feel these are the years when they make or break these are the years when they either uh, understand themselves or get more confused and move towards other complicated uh, mental issues so i feel even schools need to uh, have a systematic uh, arrangement to teach the children and guide them i think through these teenage years because for a lot of students mm-hmm. there are many things to include in the curriculum i'll mm-hmm. tell you see the first is the co- the communication skills mm-hmm. we have seen that up to class 12 there are many schools in fact convent schools you see literature and language these are two subjects in english mm-hmm. literature is dealt very very intelligently by the teachers because it is mm-hmm. full of proses and poetries and role mm-hmm. plays what yeah. about language what about tenses what about the important mm-hmm. aspects of grammar why do you think that people are running here and there for learning english and personality development courses why mm-hmm. does a person need to invest money after class 10 yes. because this is the reason because when it was needed to make them understand that see this mm-hmm. is how a sentence is formed they are not taught this language subject is always taken for granted and mm-hmm. i don't know i mean if being a teacher this is the responsibility because you mm-hmm. are being paid to teach both the subjects but i have seen in most of the schools they will take literature very seriously but language they are just just for sake of taking the exam students are going and taking the exam so yes. personality development grooming session should be given and mm-hmm. basic interview skills this is very shocking children don't know after class 12 how to give a proper introduction let me yeah. tell you yeah. you know then they join so courses they invest money here and there this is so horrible because your schools your schools don't teach you this and i feel somewhere even these teachers are completely prejudiced about it you know they don't they think that personal development is is, is just nothing it's it's um, uh, it, it's not as significant as other subjects as material subjects like math chemistry physics they take it too lightly you know they they think that personality development communication skills don't play a significant part and this is the reason why i feel a lot of graduates having core skills hard skills degrees are struggling to get jobs because what employers are looking for is also 
a good personality and effective communication skills absolutely absolutely this is the first and the foremost uh, expectations of the multinational companies let me tell yeah. you in fact wherever you go whether it is a teaching field a banking sector a corporate culture you need to be very smart with your communication mm. no matter how technical you are no matter how intelligent you are but if you are not able to express yourself in front of mm. people you don't have presentation skills then you you cannot stand this world of uh, you know the people who are better than you in every aspect then how will mm. you deal with them and yes. i think that is why these interviews are conducted to see that how good the person is with his communication mm. whether you are giving an interview over the telephone or you are sitting mm. right in front of the person mm. that is why this is the first thing which is monitored and i think that people lack here is just because once you enter the college there is nothing like communication there is nothing like pd or nothing like roaming so that is why in the primary stage of learning these things must be taught and secondly what i believe self defense activities you know in fact every parent should encourage their children and especially the girl child to get into one self defense activity at least so that the child must learn see there are many activities like judo karate taekwondo so why don't you encourage your children i mean enroll them in such courses if it is available in the school within the school premises if they can learn well and good if the schools are not providing the facilities there are other premises where you can go and you can admit your child and make them learn at least one activity and i would say it is very very important for the uh, both the children whether mm. son or a daughter absolutely absolutely the time is like that Mm. for mental growth for physical growth it's good and if the child knows how to protect himself or herself in mm. adverse situation so i think this this would help in the overall development mm. of the child but i've seen some parents are so conservative they don't want their girl child to go for these activities i don't mm. know why and you can see that there are many you know miss happenings child abuse mm. cases happen and then there are molestation cases that mm. results and children don't talk about it and in fact i think i would appreciate the efforts made by few schools they have started the concept of good yeah. touching yeah so important so important actually you know that the times are like this that we have become so conscious we need to teach our children about what a good touch and a bad touch means so i think it's high time that all the parents become extremely conscious aware and uh, they 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 come out of their inertia i feel to to look into the matter you know they don't talk and you know because it's very simple things if i say for example i will give you a very basic example which irritates me like anything when i used to be a child and i used to you might have seen now that small kids are forced to sit in a rickshaw in a auto you know that auto driver shameless he is uh, making 10 15 children fit into that small auto rickshaw and you know the girl child is just sitting next to the uncle the driver you know and she 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 is not feeling good she knows that she is not feeling good she is feeling bad but still she can't express she can't express to her parents also because he is uncle you know uncle can't do such things and uh, parents don't even talk about such things so there have been many reality shows on television where we have seen mm-hmm. these issues were raised like one of them was amir khan show we all know about mm-hmm. it. it became very very popular i must appreciate such um, moves which were mm-hmm. taken by you know certain people and they have raised on this mm-hmm. platform where people uh, they became aware of it that yes mm-hmm. a child should come 
come and talk to the parent come what yes. me whatever is happening with you good or bad and i think you know mothers must understand that the child is son or a daughter you must talk to your child the father is extremely occupied in his business i can completely understand because he is the he is the um, uh, you know the the uh, person who is earning the bread and butter for the family so of course one person has to be occupied uh, with his or her personal interest and uh, business interest but being a mother i think you should understand sit with your child talk to him or her if something is going wrong and most importantly you have to observe the child very closely you know if you see if you see any kind of a change a strange behavior yeah in your child's attitude so then and there it's an indication that something mm-hmm. is happening which which shouldn't happen something yes. wrong is yeah. happening somewhere so there i can say because you know there are so many reality shows they have made us aware time to time there mm-hmm. have been so many episodes where these cases have been shown on television that what is happening in our society mm-hmm. and i think parents shouldn't be shouldn't be hesitant of speaking about such thing with their children you know it's because it's extremely important in the times like now you know even tuition teachers if the child is not feeling comfortable you should not force you should not think that oh he or she is making excuses so that he doesn't want to, or she doesn't want to study you know so we need to at least try to understand why as you said that if a child is behaving in a strange manner why exactly is he behaving and that has to start from a very early age where you have to earn the trust of the child so that he or she is completely open with you before it's too late i think yes because you know what parents do sometimes they, they don't trust their children because they mm-hmm. the child is making an excuse so i i'm not going to listen to him and you mm-hmm. have to uh, just do whatever you are supposed to do but it's a very big responsibility you have to understand you have to observe you have to monitor but this can mm-hmm. only happen when you when your eyes are wide open when your mind is open and mm-hmm. if you are engaged in your own world of your business whatever mm-hmm. job you do and your own commitments then you will never be able to see what the child is going through but what i believe that this is the sole responsibility if the child does something good then to the parents are credited if the child mm-hmm. does something bad in his life he is not able mm-hmm. to achieve something why, why, how can we blame the child alone yes. accountability accountability lies on the parent mm-hmm. shoulder and they must shoulder their responsibilities properly mm-hmm. what i believe so what i believe that the communication gap should be reduced anyhow mm-hmm. and most important the kind of friend circle your children have that matters a lot you should know what kind of friends your daughter has or your child has and from which family background they belong to i am not asking that you should spy on your children it is not possible and please don't do that this is my personal suggestion because this doesn't yeah, of course we should give them the freedom but at the same time uh, we, we should keep them under surveillance yeah that you know where my child parents don't even know who they don't know the names of their you know kids friends they don't know where their kids are going they don't know actually So I feel this is not enough. Where, where the kids are going? Because be. what happens? Mm-hmm. We have seen that in many cases, you know, in case of uh, sons, mostly it happens. Like they provide mm-hmm. them with two wheelers at a very young age. Mm-hmm. I don't know how do they do this. And then in many families, I have seen that they provide a separate room. The moment the child mm-hmm. turns eight mm-hmm. or nine or somewhat ten yeah. years old, they provide them a separate room with a Wi-Fi mm-hmm. connection and a, mo- a mobile phone or a laptop. Why are you mm-hmm. doing it? Why you doing? And then if the child is moving out with his friends, you don't know where the child is going, and you are not even bothered to ask. See, if you if the child is moving out, at least provide him or her with the phone, because if the child is moving out, then it is more important as compared to when the child is inside the house. 
No, what I believe that friend circle has a very big impact on your behavior. Mm. The way Absolutely. because there's a saying in English, you know, society molds a man. Mm. So in whichever society you have, and you you sit, you talk to such people, so it affects your behavior. And what I believe that uh, this is where the responsibility of the parents lies. That you must pay attention. You keep an eye as to what the child is doing the whole day, because you cannot go to schools. You cannot see what the child is doing. That kind of progress report you will get from the teachers. But the moment, because you know what is happening before this pandemic, I remember parents are admitting their children into so many things. They are engaging them. That children don't get time for self-study. This is yeah. again yeah. a very crazy kind of an attitude. What I feel, <laughs> because if the child is coming home at around two or three. and immediately after having lunch the child is not giving time to even take a nap and you are just mm-hmm. asking him to go out for tuitions for coaching mm-hmm. and the computer classes are there then dance classes are there mm-hmm. in fact in summer vacations i have seen ंग and do we ourselves introspect as a child how much did we used to do that we are expecting our child to overdo everything a child can't be this is the problem with the indian parents you know they believe that my child should become the jack of all trades how can it be possible because if a child doesn't have the interest in dancing he or she will never dance but imposition of thoughts they are doing if you want your child to be a doctor but your child is not interested in science he or she doesn't want to be a doctor but forcefully if you want your child to be a doctor what kind of a doctor he or she will become we appreciate movies like three idiots but have we learned something from that movie this is my question not like yeah because whenever i ask uh, most of the people will my favorite movie is three idiots but what have we learned from it that is the and i think that children uh, the, these parents you know they associate these things with their own pride for example if they uh, they they belong to high class society and they provide extremely expensive phones to their children they provide extremely expensive bikes and four wheelers to their children you know without even thinking do they even deserve it you know just because they want to quench they want to satisfy their own pride that if i am an engineer if i am a bureaucrat if i am a businessman my son or my daughter can have uh, a, a phone of worth 1 lakhs 2 lakhs even when he or she doesn't know the value of money you know which we don't even bother to teach them actually see providing them with all the extravagant things will is not going to solve the purpose at all mm-hmm. and if you are depriving them of the basic necessities in fact that is not going to solve the purpose mm-hmm. at all so you have to make them understand first the value of hard earned money you know money mm-hmm. management always i say this that financial awareness is missing in the people in adults mm-hmm. we, we can't see financial management how can they teach their children mm-hmm. so first of all we need to educate ourselves that what does money management means mm-hmm. then only you can make your children understand that see having money doesn't mean that you'll splurge money like anything splurging mm-hmm. money is very easy but earning money it needs lot of hard work yeah, yeah. so I mean, we should make them understand how to manage your funds, how to allocate your funds properly, mm-hmm. how to rationalize the things, how to channelize your funds, so mm-hmm. that you you can grow, your money can grow, you can uh, you know multiply your profits in the future. So it's very mm-hmm. important. And I think in the, at the school level also, these things are not included in the curriculum. Mm-hmm. I have never seen anywhere where the basic concepts of banking are taught. I think mm-hmm. this this is a very important point. 
you know how to fill a form in a bank people don't know why they don't and it's very yeah you know i you, you made me think of a very in, intriguing thing that you know we are being taught shares and dividends we are being taught banking stuff etc and etc but we are not taught the most basic thing which is financial discipline they are just adding you know chapters in history geography mm. i don't know for what because if you are not interested in this subject called history or sanskrit or geography mm. there there can be you know you they can easily reduce the curriculum to half and they can mm. include certain really imperative things like mm. i already mentioned uh, for example communication making a cv mm. facing mm. an interview group discussion yes mm. i i forgot to mention that point what is a gd most of the students don't know up to class 12 how to sit in a gd they don't know what are the protocols of a gd they don't know what is a body language what is the difference mm. between negative and body so language they don't so know it is so important so first of all see these things can't be taught by parents because we don't know that how much the parents know but i think this responsibility lies in, in the school as well and you know and and at time to time in fact the schools can also conduct some campaigns to make the parents understand that see we yes. are doing our, our part are you doing your part Mm-hmm. So there yeah. has to be communication between the teachers and mm-hmm. the parents. This is very very necessary. And thankfully, I feel that now these, as you said, parenting counselling and etc. are being promoted in in a lot of uh, private schools. They are offering uh, uh, counsellors to the children to guide them, which is a great step. And uh, but you know, I think it lacks uh, awareness and it lacks uh, you know like it it should be spread so far. I think across the spectrum. so that it reaches every person and especially the needy so that brings me to my next question ma'am do you uh, due to the kind of society that we live in and the kind of exposure that children especially young adults especially teenagers are having they are increasingly facing mental health issues which if ignored i think can completely lead them astray so uh, how, how do you think we can take care of kids mental health See for the mental health, I will say that many schools have taken very good steps of in, they have introduced uh, introduced yoga and meditation mm-hmm. in schools. So mm-hmm. I have seen, in fact, in online sessions they conduct classes at weekends. So where mm-hmm. they uh, you know provide them online sessions and they teach them some very simple yoga asanas which a child can mm-hmm. easily do. So I think this is a very important step that they have taken. But they should continue for a very long period of time, and mm-hmm. then certain counseling sessions should be given to them. Yeah. where they can be made to understand that see earning money or getting good marks is is not that life is all about it's not the purpose of that absolutely yeah i mean first of all your mental health your physical health is so important and doing exercise and making a part of your daily routine is so important getting up early in the morning what advantages it has so these type of things should be included then only and then what kind of food again i would say what kind of food we are eating because many schools are doing it i have seen that they are uh, telling the children that you know this is healthy and this is unhealthy food but again mm-hmm. as a parent if you are providing those unhealthy food at home and you are making them habituated of having mm-hmm. pizza or burger very frequently mm-hmm. then no matter how much efforts the teachers are showing it's all futile yes and i think uh, and i think again i think the fast life is to be blamed for it you know parents they don't intend to invest that much time to uh, because of course preparing healthy meals at times takes you know time than longer than than the fast food so they prefer keeping fast food and finishing off the job you know uh, instead of thinking about the long term consequences so yes it's it's again back to square one that parents need to be conscious and about the mental health i feel as as we just discussed couple of minutes ago that 
especially with teenagers when a child in 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 a very uh, uh, vulnerable stage when he is you know bodily changes are happening hormonal changes are happening and uh, a child is all of a sudden seeing so many things you know uh, all of a sudden his brain is 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 becoming super active you know relationship dynamics uh, sex education so many other things are coming so i think ability of the schools again i would say and parents because the school should conduct some role plays some kind of campaigns where they can make them aware about sex education in such a way that they shouldn't take it in a very funny manner they should not ridicule this topic at all okay in co education it is very important in fact in segregated schools i have seen you know the concept of segregated schools it sounds very good that my girl is reading in a girls school or my boy is reading in a boys school but what happens inside these segregated schools what happens i have seen most of the children from these schools they become over excited when they see the opposite gender Mm-hmm. on the other hand if you either over excited or they become submissive yeah. yeah they become very submissive right i mean uh, anything can happen mm-hmm. and on the contrary if you see the children from the coed schools they are quite uh, you know they are quite mm-hmm. gregarious quite and they are, yes. they are they are fine they are pacified mm-hmm. why because there is a consistent uh, interaction with mm-hmm. the other gender yeah. Yeah. and you are eating together you are studying together you are i mean there is a very healthy interaction Mm-hmm. but in segregated school it doesn't happen so what i believe that whatever school you are running this kind of an education should be provided and the student should be counseled properly so that they automatically starts respecting the other gender because this juvenile delinquency is increasing you can see that you know this crime rate which is done by a juvenile and how come they because i still remember the case that happened in delhi if you remember 3 4 years back in ryan international school where a child oh was murdered by the child my god it gives me goosebumps when i think about it it was something which was unexpected and i think it happened for the very first time in the history of some convent school that it has happened that a child was murdered by another child so that the exams can be procrastinated i mean how stupid it was Mm-hmm. but uh, not only this like not only that case like recently like i, I think you must have heard the case uh, one year back uh, in our own city in lucknow itself there was a very famous school where uh, a, a child uh, uh, one of the youth one of the boys he he tried to uh, you know uh, molest another younger girl you know who who was a minor and this all was happening as a part of a game you know after that it, it it was came out that this all was happening as part of a game a stupid game they were playing and in that uh, it was happening like that so yeah it's sad to say because you know the credit goes to social media too mm. to some extent what i believe because we have seen that there's no censorship on social media mm. again i would say that you know talking to your child making them aware telling them that see things will develop around you because the 90s era or the 80s era it was different it was non digital era so we cannot live i cannot say I, of course if you ask me to compare both the eras i would say that was a golden age non digital era of the golden age in my personal opinion this is okay but but we we cannot expect the things to remain the same so if we are progressing if we are developing things are changing so then we should program our minds in such a way that it should not go astray and for mm-hmm. that first of all we should program ourselves and then we should program our children in such a way that they shouldn't go astray indeed what whatever is happening around us we should not learn always the things which should you know distract us there are so many mm-hmm. things to learn good from internet 
but you have seen that nowadays people don't even go and sit in library they are not interested in reading not at all not at all yeah they are not at all interested in reading blogs articles even on internet you know like it depends on how you are using it ultimately it can uh, do wonders for you and lot many people are actually using it you know we have concept of audio books podcast our own youtube channel is is filled with amazing content i feel so we need to as you said we need to parents need to make children aware of the choices that they should make so as as we approach the last section of our podcast uh, ma'am how do you think we can spread awareness regarding this which is extremely important so the effective parenting and educating people of its significance how can we spread awareness regarding it see what i believe that first of all you know uh, uh, making yourself aware is the most important part see what are those factors where uh, which can lead uh, to you know sabotaging your child's future first as a parent you must learn okay give yourself some time because in fact i believe that being an adult parents themselves need to meditate they themselves need to introspect what is happening what is going wrong in your life because see if your personal life between uh, this uh, the husband and wife that is you somewhere disbalance how can you make your child happy this is the first question and this is a very practical thing which i am telling if you are happy at your part then only you can give your child a very good upbringing of course of course ha and if you are uh, lost in your own world you have your own commitments or you are not able to maintain you are in the balance, autopilot mode yeah yes then how can you expect the child to be happy or uh, have a balanced peace of mind so i would say the first of all uh, the uh, the family members the adults the parents should understand they should make their children understand later but first they should realize that what uh, parenting actually means and uh, if we want love and respect from our children in the future first of all we need to give them that time that support in whatever they do suppose i have seen in many families you know if the girl child is interested in higher studies or if she is interested in something which is um, not necessarily studies but something different from studies it can be painting it can be playing a guitar it can be dancing they don't allow Mm-hmm. so they don't allow their uh, if someone is interested in photography they don't allow mm-hmm. but why are you not allowing people because nowadays mm-hmm. we have social media platform which has a very positive side yeah. if you are talented you mm-hmm. can showcase your talent you can reach out mm-hmm. people you can make money you can have n number of followers so i think family should not be conservative at all and they should have a very good approach a very positive thinking about their children's uh, you know choices if they are, they have an offbeat career choice so it's okay let them go for it Absolutely. at least the child will not blame you after many years that you know my exactly I- yeah and and i feel if i have a simple philosophy you know which i believe in uh, one can give their 200% into something which they like to do you know and what will be the purpose of anything which i am being forced to do but after 10 years when uh, i don't even enjoy doing it you know so i'm not even sustainable so that that's so important and i really like the part when you said that we uh, each one should try to make themselves aware that's the first step so that will make a big difference so as we end today's episode ma'am which which has been i think it has unlimited takeaways what takeaways do you want our listeners to take from here the, the mm-hmm. bullet points that i would like to uh, mention mm-hmm. here that first of all talk to your child 
okay mm-hmm. reduce the communication gap as much as you can and okay. if you if you give that love that warmth to your child and mm-hmm. make your child understand first listen to the child what the child mm-hmm. is saying the child has any problem related to studies or if he mm-hmm. or she is going through a difficult phase of life where mm-hmm. he or she is not able to make friends listen to him talk to her mm-hmm. or him make him understand that see it's all a part and parcel of life when i was mm-hmm. a child even i had gone through such problems so it's absolutely okay if you absolutely. are overweight today you can lose your weight and you can be fit mm-hmm. tomorrow and it can be related to any other topic if you are not good mm-hmm. at studies work hard and do better next year it's perfectly mm-hmm. fine and the second thing what i believe that uh, involve your child in extra curricular activities mm-hmm. this is so very necessary you know don't for god sake make him a mug pot or a bookworm for god sake yeah, yeah. because some parents really take pride in saying that my mm-hmm. child reads the whole day my god mm-hmm. you don't know what your child is reading it's no more relevant i think today's it's not relevant at all because mm-hmm. it's like a even though your child is okay fine he's good at studies is a brilliant child but at the mm-hmm. same time you are oh, how will uh, how can you make your child you know physically and mentally aware you cannot make your child fragile all the time mm-hmm. sitting at one place and reading books and just mugging mm-hmm. up the answers is not going to solve the problem yeah. and i feel the whole concept of life making them understand that is also so important you know because once you become an adult you know your life is completely different you have responsibilities you have to move on in life so as you said you can't be always that docile person who is sitting with a book and yeah Mm-hmm. you know a very perspicacious attitude must be adopted mm-hmm. from the parents end and uh, they should uh, you know uh, the kind of uh, behavior you have with your children don't shout mm-hmm. at them all the time because mm-hmm. it is okay to be rude with them at times if they are not listening to you but mm-hmm. if you consistently misbehave with them even that yeah. can make their state of mind very very unsettled yeah. so uh, what i believe that you know uh, every action has an equal and opposite reaction we we yeah. should not forget this so at the end only one thing i would like to say that love your <laughs> child give your yeah. child attention and of course you are going to get it back for sure absolutely absolutely so thank you so so much ma'am uh, they they take ways which you have given i feel it's it's golden and uh, all the parents watching out there will uh, get tremendous takeaways from from our episode which they can definitely implement which are very much practical so and uh, parenting is a blessing and uh, it 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 you know you are i feel in the place of a creator you know you can create your child as an asset for the society so it's very important so more than responsibility towards the child i feel it is our responsibility towards the almighty who has given us that precious life you know which we have the potential and capacity to mold and uh, of course we should fill them with all the qualities that you said and most importantly that human touch so that they can become an asset for the society so that that's that's the end of our episode today which i'm very uh i'm sad to see uh you know it ending but really you know that's all for today's episode it was amazing speaking with you ma'am thank you once again for uh giving us your brilliant uh, insight so that's all for today folks you can find me and aditi ma'am Instagram, Facebook and tell us what do you think about our today's agenda what do you think about today's episode we love to know your thoughts on today's episode you can uh find us on social media platforms so see you until next time in a brand new episode of Tramless Perspectives till then good luck goodbye and take